because you know I realized that it's very very easy when you face something that's uncomfortable when you face something that's difficult to just remain in like you know your pity party to just remain as a victim of your own life it's easier to go down that path compared to actually thinking about you know how do i actually climb out of this rabbit hole that i'm in right now Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another soulful episode on the Good Life Podcast with me, Noor. And me, Easy. Thank you so much you guys for tuning in to another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for taking your precious beautiful time and energy in listening to this episode. You know, we truly do appreciate each one of, you know, your commitment to yourself and, you know, showing all your love as well, you know, for our channel, for our community. You know, we receive so much of um, you know, your insights, you know, the feedback that you shared, you know, learning so much from our channel it's something that you know always truly humbles you know heart um it makes us so happy hearing all these uh, you know positive and empowering you know news from you guys so thank you yes uh, and if you find that our content is very valuable and has benefited you a lot please don't forget to subscribe to us on spotify and also follow us on all our social media accounts and uh, let your friends know too we truly appreciate that absolutely so do follow us on the good life underscore podcast where you'll get you know all the awesome updates and you know just being part um of this beautiful community of people who are on the same path you know in seeking something better and just living a more purposeful and more meaningful life mm-hmm. so you know in today's episode we're going to be talking about you know about life you know and when life seems to be you know like falling apart when you feel as though you know things that you have in place things that you have planned in place are not really you know moving and going according to what you have in mind and so i think it's natural that you know people start to feel that sense of um you know disappointment it could be that sense of helplessness it could be that sense of just confusion on like you know why is life going this way why mm. is life just filled with you know so much pain you know pain after pain after pain yeah that's exactly it you know feeling like life is falling apart um or it often is the way um when you look at one aspect of your life for example your studies and you didn't make it um your job application you didn't get it things at home aren't fine and dandy mm-hmm. uh, your health is on a decline you know there are many things that could be going wrong and all of them happening at about the same time Nora. Yeah, and so yeah. that's what the description of uh, how it feels like to feel like life is falling apart yeah you know sometimes just by going through one aspect of your life falling apart like for example a relationship which you thought you know would be forever Mm-hmm. right and then you find out that it has to come to an end you know just by going through 
one aspect of that relationship breakup can really literally just break you. Imagine, mm. you know, going through one thing after another. So not only having to go through a relationship breakup, you know, it could be the divorce, the separation, and then you might find yourself, you know, losing your job, mm. creating that financial, you know, instability, you mm. know, that, that, that thought that, oh my God, I'll be without a job, unemployed, no mm. money coming in. How am I going to go about paying all these expenses you know my rent you know buy groceries stuff like that mm. so it can feel like a whole lot when all these things around you just seem as though it is coming after you like yeah. it is attacking you mm-hmm. And so that it is, as descriptive as it can be. <laughs> My dear friends and listeners, that could be one of the many things you may be feeling and going through right now. Or feeling like you've hit rock bottom. Yeah. To feel like your life is qual- falling apart bit by bit, piece by piece, one thing at a time. And if you're going through this, or you know one of your loved ones going through this, keep listening on as we will be sharing with you on how you can pull things back together again on how you can start to feel some semblance of hope and light again. Yeah. So one of the things that, you know, we want to be sharing on is this, right? You know, when you find that everything around you seems to be going crazy, going, you know, really very hectic, very overwhelming, I think the first thing that we often tend to let slip is our health and our fitness. Mm. Right. You would probably, you know, be finding yourself eating, you know, too little or, you know, going to the other extreme of like eating way too much. And almost all of them junk. (laughs) Yes. You'll find, you won't be finding yourself eating a whole lot of healthy stuff, but Mm. more often than not, it's a lot of junk food. I I remember being in that state before, Nora, like, you know, when there was added stress in Mm. life. And I just kept on munching and munching. And, you know, I had a full drawer in my office (laughs) filled with all the snacks and junk. Um, And to be honest, guys, it didn't make me feel any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, take care of your health. This is something very, very important. Yeah. The the thing with, like, you know, reaching out to these things that make you feel good in that moment is that in the long run, it doesn't make you feel good at all. Mm. It's it's far from that. In fact, by the end of the day, you'll feel like, uh... Sometimes you don't even have to reach at the end of the day after you finished binging on maybe the M&M's or the packet mm. of chips. My, for me, my weakness <laughs> it was uh, super rings. Ooh, that was nice though. I'll, I'll, I'll like to put that on my fingers. <laughs> and then <laughs> so I'll addictive, try to finish. But you, yeah. you know there's a lot of bad stuff inside that anyways. Yeah, absolutely, right? So it could be... You know, something to do with the food, you know, mm. how we go about, you know, eating or not really eating. It could also be, you know, for example, with regard to exercising, you find that some people would just be, you know, laying on the couch, not wanting to get out of bed, um, finding it hard to get out of bed, right? So in terms of being active, it's really kept to a minimal Mm. And then again, you find people on the other end of the spectrum just working out way too much, over-exercising, just Mm. pushing their body, you know, way beyond what it can handle, Mm. right? And you could also be finding people who um, either, you know, find it hard to get sleep at Mm. all, you know, at night when they're supposed to go to sleep, they're wide awake, right? Because they aren't able to go to sleep. I think that's quite common. Yeah. When you have a lot of things going on, your your mind will just keep on running 
100 kilometers per hour you know mm-hmm. you can't stop there's no button you can press yeah and the harder it is for you to sleep the more stressed up you become yeah and it just it's just a vicious cycle you know it's just oh, i can't sleep even longer so insomnia hits you and you become grumpy during the day yeah and you can't fix your problems when you're feeling that way yeah you need to be in a better mood a better state but you can't because you're eating junk you're not working out you can't sleep at night and then the entire day you're 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 having a bad mood so you know take care of your health try to you know step out of certain practices and habits that you've been doing that's not helping you that's not been good for you drop them either one at a time or all of them completely and get some help you know ask around read up watch some videos in terms of how you can change your lifestyle your diet your your workouts and so on do something that's easiest for you yeah okay yeah absolutely you realize that you know it may just be food or it may just be you know working out yeah it may just be sleep Mm. but you know, not getting enough sleep just within like one day, right? I realize for me, even if it's a day mm. of me not sticking to my sleep routine or, you know, sleeping much later um, and not actually waking up at the usual timing. It, it disrupts your day, right? Yes. Mm. It, and I feel that it affects my my emotions for that day. I mm. wake up a bit, yeah, I wake up more annoyed actually. Mm. I wake up more annoyed, um, very... I'm I'm agitated more easily. Mm. And if you're my age, you you wake up with uh, some aches on your body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's the thing, you guys. You know, it manifests itself in all these various ways. Not just your emotional, mental aspect, but I feel physically, you start to really feel that pain. It could be in the form of the aches that you feel, you know, the, the tension behind your neck, you know, your head that never seems to go away. And you just feel like, you know, lethargic all the time. This unexplainable lethargy that never seems to go away, mm. right? And the thing is that it's important for us to observe, you know, all these things that we tend to go into, these behavioral patterns, these thought patterns, because when we tend to go and live in the extremes, it is never good for us. It's never good for us because we end up not actually giving ourselves, um, you know, the level of nourishment, the care, the um, attention, the quality of rest that we really need for ourselves, mm. right? And I feel that especially when we are going through something really hard right now, something really challenging emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. that itself takes a whole lot of our energy mm. to just be focused on how to go about navigating through that mm. to be focused on how to go about you know finding you know a resolution to that conflict to that problem that we are going through mm. right mm. so can you imagine this a whole lot of energy goes into just you know navigating through that challenge and if you know the other aspects of your life are not taken care of the basic thing you know such as your your well-being your health right how how would you expect yourself to be thinking in the most logical way and manner to navigate through that tough challenge and problem mm. right so when you find that you know your physical health is not okay you will find yourself going to all these you know habits of like you know not wanting to do things you know procrastinating in things always being in low energy you know cancelling out on you know events on people because it just feels like a whole lot mm. to you right so if you are operating from like you know your energy reserve just like a car 
you know it they they have that 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 uh, meter to tell you mm. how much fuel is left it's important right so that you won't be you know blindly just driving your car thinking that you have a full tank of petrol mm. and it's the same thing with us as well you know we we can't see it like the level of you know fuel that we have left but we need to be able to really connect with ourselves mm. to know like okay right now you know with the given circumstance with what i'm going through right now mm. how much energy is left mm. how much energy is left and then thinking about how to prioritize that energy in the best possible ways that that makes sure that you know that ensure that your basic self-care needs mm. are met mm. that's true are you struggling to heal from the pain of your past Do you find yourself painfully moving through life feeling unsatisfied and unhappy? If you are feeling this way, you don't have to continue living life this way. If you're looking to seek for professional help to guide you through your challenges, drop us an email at info@thegoodlifepodcast.live. That's live with a l i v e or you can submit your application form found on our Instagram profile page at thegoodlife_podcast. Remember that you don't have to go through this alone and that a better life it's only an inquiry away. Looking forward to hearing from you. So, uh dear listeners, we'd like to invite you to write down three specific ways you can start prioritizing your physical health today and start really pondering and planning on how you want to see that shift in your physical health take a piece of paper or jot down on your phone or your tablet at this moment and list down three simple things that you can get started those things may be may be very small but they are really important steps in building your life and to get it back together to where it was it may be hard to do those things but they are necessary and in order for you to get unstuck from your again i said the vicious cycle you want to get out of that cycle you need to get started with something small steps you know big goals small steps and gradually build up to um living the life that you desire absolutely you know i, I always remember this mantra whatever you focus on grows mm-hmm. and it's something that i've held you know very dearly um to help me navigate through challenges in my life because you know i realized that it's very very easy when you face something that's uncomfortable when you face something that's difficult to just remain in like you know your pity party to just remain as a victim of your own life it's easier to go down that path compared to actually thinking about you know how do i actually climb out of this rabbit hole that i'm in right now right yes it requires you know more effort but it's an effort that's worth your while because we're talking about you know your life here we're talking about you know your your future here right and whatever effort and time and energy you put into this mm. will go towards you know living that more purposeful and more meaningful life yeah so point number 2 Yeah, so we're going to go into um tip number 2. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I was I came across this quote, you know, by uh, Marian Williamson, yeah, right? Marian. Yeah. She was a very popular motivational speaker and then um she went into more spiritual stuff mm-hmm. and then she's now a politician actually. 
Oh, mm. nice, nice. So yeah, you know, I I came across this quote, and I feel that you know it's something that I would like to share with y'all. You know, it goes something like this: Don't be concerned that things appear to be falling apart. You know, sometimes this has to happen in order for something new and wonderful to emerge, mm. right? And so it got me thinking. You know, oftentimes we become so angry at life for not going okay. Mm. You know, we become filled with, you know, so much frustration, so much resentment to the point that we cause ourselves to feel doomed, mm. to feel stuck. Mm. And what we tend to do is we then proceed to tell ourselves these narratives of life will never be the same again. Mm. My life is, you know, forever destined to be empty, to be alone, to be rejected, to be unfortunate. And I find the danger of repeating these self-limiting narratives, right? The danger of not keeping in check the stories that we tell ourselves is that we tend to then really believe as if it were true, you know, as if it were an absolute fact. Mm. And so we act as if those are the narratives. Those are our narratives, mm. you know, and we define our worth and you know our lives by it. Can you give an example now? Yeah, so you know, for instance, right? Um, think about a renovated house, mm-hmm. right? You 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 want to renovate your house, and if you were to actually go about, you know, evaluating, um, the overall design and the vibe. Um, of the house mm-hmm. while it is still being demolished while it is still being you know renovated mm-hmm. you will never give yourself that opportunity to see the um, the outcome when it is ready right because you're always you know being so critical at each step of that work in progress mm. right so you know you might assume you might tell yourself oh you know it is never coming together. You mm. know, it's just going to look like that. You know, look at the ugly concrete walls. Mm. You know, look at the unfinished toilet, things like that. You're going to go into nitpicking every single floor, mm-hmm. right? Before even seeing the final picture. Because what you're seeing is the walls and the floorings all coming apart. Yeah. And you you don't see the vision and the potential of how the house can look in the end. Yes, mm. absolutely. You know, you you might form that perspective that you know, hey, this house is just not for me. You know, it's not complete and it's not livable. But if you had actually taken a look and focus on the beautiful plans, you know, for the home's ref- refurbishment, you know, based on what the architect at, had actually provided, mm. right? You would see all the beautiful plans it has in place. You would see that all these, you know, work in progress, these reno works that it's going through right now, it is all because of the bigger picture, the bigger plan that you mm. want to be moving towards, right? You want to have a beautiful home to live in, a very comfortable, beautiful home. But for you to be able to do that, it needs to go through some, <laughs> some uh, what do you call that, works, mm-hmm. Some work, some tweaks, some adjustments right now. And how I see... And, and, and all these adjustments are actually an upgrade. Yes. Not a downgrade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, what what is the perspective that you're choosing to look at these work in progress, right? And how I see this example applying to our own lives is that you know we as human beings, we are all 
a work in progress. And I feel that we will forever be mm-hmm. a work in progress. We will never reach a state where like, you know, I'm there. I'm there and I don't need to upgrade any further. I don't need to learn any further, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so, if we were to see every single experience and transition that goes not okay as a huge flaw, as something that actually reflects us being, you know, this imperfectly, you know, ugly, hideous human being, you know, defining ourselves by, you know, our mistakes, our failures, then what we have done is we have gone into discounting. And this is something that we have talked about in our previous episodes as well. You know, the dangers of going into discounting. When you discount, you essentially deny yourself of seeing the beautiful, resilient person that you can actually become through navigating all these setbacks, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so I believe that when life becomes oversimplified in your mind, when life is simply, you know, you know, comes down to, oh, this is a fair or unfair kind of thing, you would tend to look into your world as a, you know, this is a black or white. It's either black or white. There's no in-between, right? And if you start focusing on the blacks, things start, your life starts to turn dark. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks really gloomy around you. Even if you have like, you know, a unicorn or a rainbow in front of you, it, it doesn't look colorful. It, you don't see colors. And I feel that that's, that's something that happens a whole lot when people fall into the pit of despair, mm. where everything around them seems so dark, so gloomy, um, where there is no hope, no light that seems to be able to penetrate through that. Mm. Right? So I feel that to presume that life is falling apart based on your perception without actually, you know, seeking out to challenge if your perception actually holds true Mm. is really just, you know, focusing on just one part of the process and not allowing yourself, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to look at the bigger picture, to not, you know, allow yourself to look beyond the pain and discomfort that you're, you know, facing right now. Mm. It's true. Well, the next tip that we want to share with you is about um, knowing what is not within your control and then learning how to let go of those things that you cannot control. Mm -hmm. Because when life is falling apart, the one thing you would tend to want to have more of, more than anything in the world, is often the one thing you can't have, and that is control. (laughs) Are you a control freak? That's, that's not for you, no, right? I want the <laughs> listeners to, to answer this question. Reflect. Are you a control freak? Well, a control freak or some something like that is somebody who needs everything to always be in order at all times. Yeah. They need things to go according to plan all the time. They need everything to follow their flow all of the time. Are you like that? Okay. Um, and, and if that's the case, then it's going to be tough on things when you realize that, hey, it seems like I can't control that and I can't control this. The moment there are one too many things you realize you have no control over, you're going to get really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It could be you wanting to make the pain stop. It could be you wanting to go back to where you were a year ago or 10 years ago to undo what you did or what happened. You may want to freeze time so that you could take that second to just cry, escape, scream or breathe. But the thing is, as much as you would want to do all of that, 
Time cannot stand still for us. Time can't be reversed. Time can't be warped and changed into whatever we want time to be. Okay? Still, nobody has invented the time machine. <laughs> Although we see a whole lot of like movies. Back to the future, and we fantasize, right? We fantasize like, oh, you know, if only that time machine were true. Mm. <laughs> right? And and you know when you're talking about living a life where everything has to be in control, my gosh, it is tiring. Mm. Right? And the thing with needing to have control in our lives, you realize that it permeates in every single thing mm. that you do, mm. down to the smallest, tiniest, minutest <laughs> thing, you guys. <laughs> Seriously, if you think about it, right, it could be, for example, you know, you are wanting to get ready for work. Yeah. Right, and so you know, you think about okay, what kind of outfit that you want to get, and then you open your closet, you look through, you know, your set of clothes. So you probably have maybe something in mind on what you want to wear, mm. but then as you look through your closet, you realize that oh my god, you know, I can't find my white shirt. You know, oh my god, I can't find that pair of pants that I want to wear. Yeah. Right, and if you have this strong need, you know, this um unhealthy desire for control. When that thing happens, when you aren't able to find, you know, that shirt or that skirt or that pants, you you freak out. Mm. You start to go into this, you know, anxiety mode. You might be <laughs> like, you know, be breathing really hard and you're like, oh my God, you might even be feeling, you know, really annoyed, agitated, really frustrated. Yeah. Right? And it's because of that strong need of having things to go according to plan. And when yeah. you realize it's not going according to plan, mm. it's something that, you know, your mind is not able to really, like, you know, internalize. It's not able to kind of read those cues of, hey, mm. you know, right now things are not going according to plan. It doesn't know how to react to it, right? Mm. And so it goes into panic mode it mm. tells the body that emergency emergency you know we need help right here how do we deal with the unforeseen circumstance this is exactly why i do my program which is the art of letting go the need to learn how to release and and surrender mm. you know it's so important it's so underestimated and sometimes we get so practical and so pragmatic that we lose sight of the need to sometimes allow whatever that's going to happen happen yeah. whatever that has already happened to just um, you know be it as it is and we learn to accept we learn the lessons from it and then we move on we grow mm -hmm. and so we can't bring back people we've lost yep. we can't force people to stay with us who don't want to stay mm -hmm. um, we can't make someone not get triggered or angered you know, for whatever reasons that we are not the cause of. Yeah. We can't make other people change. They can only change themselves if they're willing, if they're committed. So the thing is, dear listeners, you can't allow yourself to continue living in a world where you keep fantasizing about what it could have been and what it should have been. Because it is those could-haves and should-haves that become the very thing that keeps you stuck. Yep. It keeps you stuck in a reality you are not in. It keeps you hiding out in the past or worrying about a future that has not yet even happened. And I know how hard it can be trying to get those screaming harsh voices in your head to just quiet down for a moment. It can sometimes be hard trying to redirect your focus on the positive, present blessings that are right in front of you. Which is why you don't have to feel like you've got to do this alone. 
That's why we're here. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Because there are people out there yeah. like trained professionals, supportive friends that can help to hold space for your emotions and help you process those thoughts as well and make sense of your reality a lot better. And these are the people you can help who can help you see what you need to be seeing. Focus on what you need to be focused on. Sometimes, when we are in so much pain, all we see is pain, mm -hmm. nothing else. Yeah. We aren't able to see anything beyond the pain. Even if we've had something beautiful right in front of us, as I said, we won't be able to see that beauty. All we have that is guaranteed is this very present moment right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, You've still got this moment to watch the sunset, do silly dance moves, inspire people around you. Help people who are suffering. Show people what love and compassion is and find contentment in the struggles. The, word, the world needs you so, so very much. You need you so very much. Remember that. Things may not be going as well as you want it to. But remember, you have the capacity to do what it takes to pick yourself up and get your life back together again. Absolutely. You know... Um, I think the moment we realize that even though we may be going through a whole lot of pain right now, it does not mean that it takes away our capacity to think, to decide for ourselves, and to choose what is best for us. Mm. Sometimes it may be hard to kind of navigate through that on our own, which is why I think, you know, we shouldn't be putting, continuing to be putting that pressure onto ourselves to tell ourselves that, hey, you know, I need to be strong. I need to do this on my own. You know, if I were to seek out help um, or reach out, it means that I'm weak. You know, it is mm. not. Mm. I feel that it is an act of courage. Mm. And it is an act of actually honoring yourself mm. when you tell yourself, hey, you know what? I've tried my best. I really have tried my best to go through this on my own, but, you know, I, I'm struggling. Mm. It takes courage to tell yourself that I am struggling and I need help. So I think what I would like to invite the listeners to think about is how have you been, you know, viewing, reaching out for help, seeking help, right? Is it mm. something that you see with a whole lot of shame, right? Mm. So I think it is important for us to really take that time to reflect on how have we been viewing all these things, our relationship with all these things, you know, it could be seeking out help, it could be our relationship with our emotion, mm. it could be our relationship with dealing with conflicts. So there is a whole lot of thinking, you know, to be done, a whole lot of reflecting to be done. And again, you know, if you are struggling to kind of make sense of it on your own, seek out reach out because there are people who are trained in this field who will be able to help you provide the clarity that you need. Sometimes, you know, you when you meet the right person, when you're able to connect with the right person and they're able to provide you, you know, that clarity that you need, that, that different perspective that you need, mm. you'd be surprised and amazed as to how much that would totally change everything mm. it starts it, it makes you look at the same problem over and over again mm -hmm. with a whole new different lens a lens of empowerment 
a lens where you feel that you are actually in control of your own life. You are in a position mm. where you can have options for yourself, right? So mm-hmm. I think that is important, um, you know, to to think about. Yeah. So instead of focusing on the things you can't do, focus on the things you can do. And there are many small little routines that you can get yourself used to. Um, I have morning morning routines. I have evening, late night routines. Um, and I like to stick to them. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, they have too many routines. Yeah. Some people have no routines whatsoever. Yeah. And I think those are two extremes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having something in the morning that's fixed, something in the evening or at night that's fixed, will help you have that balance and have a sense of stability, if mm-hmm. not full control. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for our mind. Okay? Um, what happens during the day is pretty tough to predict, correct? Yeah. What happens at work, what happens on the way to work, what happens uh, when you meet people A during the day. A lot can happen. Yeah. <laughs> so when you want to control all of those things, it's going to get get to you, okay? Yeah. So... Um, learn which parts of your life you can let go of and which parts you can control. And the ones that you can actually have some control, like what Noor said, make it into some kind of a routine. Yeah, absolutely. So this is tip number four, you guys, um, is committing to a routine. And how I see routines, it's like um, building and developing your anchors, right? We all need at least an anchor in our lives that help us, you know, stay grounded in tough times, mm-hmm. right? So this could be in the form of telling yourself that, oh, okay, you know, I want to be, you know, listening or reading something inspirational daily and then, you know, taking some time to reflect upon those things that I have learned. Mm-hmm. It could also be telling yourself, okay, you know, I want to put aside 30 minutes of uninterrupted, you know, time and attention for me to mm-hmm. actually pen down my thoughts right so you could do a brain dump whatever you feel Mm. you know is worrying you right now just let it out you know write it out without any judgment right it could also be you telling yourself that okay you know i want to commit to um, maybe doing a 20 minute walk every day or every other day and this is where i'm not going to bring along you know any phone or any gadgets it's just going to be me trying to be focused on my walk being more present in my walk and connecting with nature Mm -hmm. right it could also be you telling yourself hey you know what you know i feel right now i'm not really in a good place i think i need help and you know i am going to commit to you know seeing a therapist you know once every two weeks and i'm going to commit to this journey of you know trying to open myself up to a professional um be vulnerable with them and you know getting you know getting my needs fulfilled Mm. you know being able to attend to all these pain that i'm feeling right now Mm -hmm. right it could also be you um you know doing your sunnah prayers every morning tell Mm -hmm. you telling yourself that you know i'm gonna commit to that i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna you know you know, find more, you know, khushu in my prayers, right? So there could be a lot of things that we could actually be, you know, starting to to do to incorporate in our routine right now that is very much different from what we've been doing right now, mm. right? And I feel that when we go through that cycle and that pattern of pain, the, the way to actually disrupt that is to put in these healthy disruptions 
Like for example, you know, reading your book, going for a morning walk, right? So you need to find ways to be able to disrupt that pain cycle and that pain pattern. Yeah. And so we've given a bunch of ideas for you to consider, but I just want to say that you don't have to feel pressure to reinvent your current routine, to incorporate all these new things. Mm-hmm. You can choose one first, yeah. or you can do a bit of something every day. Okay, five minutes of this, ten minutes of that. Nothing that's going to feel like a burden to you. Mm. Okay, And I think once you get the momentum started, it's going to be a lot easier. Okay, So just start with one different positive thing you want to do for yourself and stick to it and really observe how you feel as you start doing more of something positive and different. Every day, every two, three days, just look at, hey, I feel a lot calmer. Hey, my mind feels like it's been uh, uncluttered, you know, mm, <laughs> when yeah. I start to sit down and or spend more time with nature and things like that. Yeah. Okay? So remember the goal is not to fix your pain, but it is to make you to continue moving. Okay? It, it's to, like I said, to build momentum, to continue finding reasons to live and to hope for. And you find that you'll find that as you find ways to continue living another day, it builds up your inner resilience to fight on and to push on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I always believe in this. It's taking the baby steps mm. approach, right? Don't don't feel stressed to like, oh my God, you know, I need to reinvent my life. I need to change it like and do a 360 change, right? Again, don't put unnecessary pressure and stress on yourself to have to do that, right? So, you know, yes, you may have the, the bigger vision of wanting to be in a better place, to be, you know, healed and everything. But right now, you know, focus on what you can do in the next moment to help you to just move through the next moment, right? And mm-hmm. this involves thinking of the you know little things that you can do for yourself mm-hmm. and sticking to it, you know, on a regular basis. Yep. And then, you know, take it from there, you know, progressively. It's a progression, right? It's it's not you guys, this is not a race. Right? Remember that you are not a race. So you need to pace yourself. You need to make sure that you're doing things that you feel comfortable and not necessarily overwhelming yourself. Mm. Yeah. And the last tip that we want to share with you as life feels like it's falling apart, this is another very huge thing that you can do for yourself that can have a very positive impact. And that is to commit to a goal and then to reward yourself for it as you progress through the milestones of reaching that goal. Okay? For example... If your finances, your health, relationships, or a combination of all three have been thrown into the gutter, then one of the things you may want to explore is to give yourself some space to reflect and see the new areas of priorities you want to be moving towards. These are the new goals you want to start exploring for yourself. Goals in life aren't made to be static. They aren't meant to be cast in stone. Goals can be changed because... You as a person is always evolving and changing. Mm -hmm. Life changes as well. And your life starts moving again into the direction that you want it to be once you start to see and give you options for yourself. So in setting goals for yourself, dear listeners, we have some tips here. 
Um, and no, you want to start first? Sure. Mm. You know, I, I feel that, you know, goal setting, it's not a new thing. I'm sure, you know, like you are dear listeners, we, you've heard this a whole lot. Like, Maybe yeah. you've been, you're sick of it. Yeah, like, oh in my school. God, I have to set goals, <laughs> set school, goals. At work, yeah. <laughs> right, so I, I, I know that, you know, this whole um, goal setting concept, it's not a new thing to you. But I feel that, you know, the, the strategy the way and your attitude towards goal setting, it plays a whole mm. lot in making sure whether you actually will um, succeed to strive those goals or not. So we actually have some tips on how to go about making sure that you set goals that are realistic. You set goals that you know you are able to achieve and feel proud of, mm. right? So one of the things you know we feel that is important is make a plan mm. right it's important to make a plan so this is where you know you allow yourself to just write out in terms of you know where do you see your life going what do you want to achieve what do you want to do right so essentially this is your action plan right and I feel that in your action plan a lot of times we just include like okay the outcomes the, the final end goal that we want to include mm -hmm. but you know we often miss out the important parts such as our intention on why we want to do that right so when you don't really understand your reason for change then when you look at your level of desire and commitment for change you'll see that it won't really be as strong compared to when you really take the time to understand your reason for change, mm. right? So, but when you actually do take the time to think about your reason for change, mm. you know, your your intention for embarking um, on this healing journey, this transformational journey, when it's deep-rooted, it really, really pumps up your inner drive to keep moving even when the going gets tough, even yeah. when you see there's a whole lot of roadblocks ahead of you, mm. but when you really believe on why you need to do this for you, you will find means and ways to make it work. Exactly. I think we can never underestimate the value of having a strong intention mm. that's very focused on the purpose as to why you're doing all of this. Why are you setting goals? I mean, like we said earlier that, you know, we're so sick of hearing goal setting because <laughs> we, we had to do it in secondary school. We did it in our, you know, first job perhaps. Yeah. And, but I think it's also about what, what are you setting goals for? If those goals are meaningful enough for you, mm -hmm. I think the way you look at it, the way you treat it, the way you interact with those goals and how you commit yourself to those targets that you set yeah. is going to be completely different. Yeah. It comes with a different set of energy, yes. you know, and um, and I believe that that will really be the difference maker. Absolutely. One of the things personally for me when I go about um, taking on projects, um, embarking on new things is... I do a lot of seeing whether that particular project or that goal is aligned to my core value, mm. right? It's important for us to explore on what we value on that deeper level. You mm. know, for some people, and this is something that we talked about in our previous episodes as well, exploring your core personal values. For some people, you know, at that point in their lives right now, it could be that, you know, they are looking, they value stability, Mm. They value harmony. They value peace, right? Mm. And so if you are embarking, you know, on something that violates that, 
it's going to cause a whole lot of friction. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause, you know, naturally cause a whole lot of resistance when you find yourself having to embark on that and having to actually execute, implement that um, particular action plan, mm. right? So I think it is important for us to look beyond beyond the goals that we set for ourselves to look much deeper, the underlying meaning mm. that we have attached to those goals that we have in place. And I think when we take that time to reflect on that deeper level, on what it really means to us embarking on those goals mm. on a deeper level, mm-hmm. we would find ourselves more enthusiastic, mm-hmm. more determined to go all the way through. And we won't find ourselves like, you know, just giving up halfway just mm. because some things were to come up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And another thing I feel it's also important, you know, other than making an action plan, it's to get professional accountability. Right? So it could be it could be hiring a coach. Mm. Um, it could even be, you know, calling up a friend, um, someone that you really trust. And just having that someone there to keep you accountable for your actions, mm. right? You'd be surprised at how much you'd be able to achieve just by having that consistent accountability buddy by yeah. your side. Yeah, yeah, guys, you can even hire Noor if you want. <laughs> yeah, you guys. So, I mean, sometimes what I notice, Noor, even when I do some of my own coaching, in the first session, a lot can get, you know, cleared up. Yes. In the first session. Yes. Uh, but of course, when you talk about sustaining it, you need a longer term yeah. commitment and relationship with um, a, a coach, perhaps. Yeah. But again, some of you, like what Nora said, you may already be blessed with um, a really good friend, yeah. dependable friend, yeah. who can give you re- real honest feedback, who will not, you know, try to like, avoid giving judge you... judge you. On, <laughs> yeah. And, and they confront you objectively. And if you have a friend like that, you're truly blessed. But if you, if you don't, then there's always Nora. and busy (laughs) so you know contact us if you ever need anything okay yeah yes Um, and the third uh, tip with regards to this is to get social support find people who love you and care about you and ask for their help don't Mm -hmm. be afraid to reach out and this could be random these are not even your friends you know sometimes reaching out I'm so pleasantly surprised sometimes no when I for example in my postings I say hey tell me how's life how everything and then somebody says oh I'm having a rough time and da 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 and then I see like three four five comments supporting that person giving words of encouragement for that person Mm -hmm. these are all just random strangers but you'll be surprised that when you reach out to, to ask for some kind of um um, words of encouragement or or something a bit more uplifting for for you and what you're going through. You know, there's so many kind-hearted people out there yeah. who are so willing to give you the help that you need. So don't be afraid to seek out the ones that can really make you feel safe again. Yeah, absolutely. And this made me think of one other thing um, that I feel a lot of times why people fear or they are scared to seek out, you know, social support. You know, when, and as a child, they were not really given the opportunity, they were not really taught to receive or even ask for positive strokes, Mm. right? They were probably, you know, being brought up in an environment where they were ashamed if 
they would uh, actually embrace compliments and praises from other people. And so, you know, they grew up thinking that, hey, you know what, if I have any, you know, problems, any issues, it has to be kept private. Mm. You know, it shouldn't be shared with people because, you know, people out there, they cannot be trusted. People out there, they're just going to judge me. They're just going to be hating on me, right? And I so, I feel that it is important for us to really, you know, recognize these habits that we keep going into, these narratives that we keep telling ourselves that is actually not, you know, serving us at all. Because if you realize that the more you keep doing that, the more you tell yourself that, hey, you know, people cannot be trusted, you know, I I shouldn't allow myself to be vulnerable with people, the more you tell yourself this, mm-hmm. observe how you are actually, you know, receiving from the environment. Are they, you know, is it really true? Are all people out there like mean, cruel people? Or is it because of some few rotten apples or tomatoes that you've met along the way Mm. that made you kind of generalize the whole population out there? So it is important for you to be in a place to recognize these thoughts and to challenge them. Yeah, verify. Verify Whether those assumptions are true. yeah. Yeah, So the fourth one that we want to share with you, the fourth tip on how to go about making a goal is to actually find an incentive, Mm. right? So I think this is something that we often miss out. We just set all these (laughs) amazing goals and then we don't think about, okay, you know, if I were to hit certain milestones, how do I go about rewarding ourselves? And what we know about the brain is that it it works on a reward system, Mm. right? It likes, it loves being rewarded. But the thing is that it doesn't know whether it's being rewarded you know doing the positive things or the negative things so Mm. that's where our job our role comes in Mm. to be able to train our mind to reward it for good positive things Mm. and to not really reward it for the unhealthy behaviors that we keep doing Mm. right so you know what we want to invite you to do is to pick a reward for yourself when you do accomplish your goal what are are some rewards that you give yourself sometimes oh so this could be you know taking myself out out for a date with myself mm. you know just spending time with myself you know how and do you make that exciting because some people cannot imagine themselves dating themselves I, I, I know <laughs> I, I, I hear a lot that you know sometimes you know, people find just going out alone you know having lunch by themselves doing stuff on their own it's they see very it like it's very sad right? yeah they're like oh poor thing you got no friends <laughs> <laughs> but again you know it's how how you view all these things mm. right so for me I see spending time alone with myself as a reward because I know that when you know when I'm in a good place I'm able to give so much more to the world mm. right and I see that as a reward by spending time with myself because I feel that you know I want to have that time alone to really speak to me mm. to kind of like you know do that stock check of like hey you know you did good um, keep it up, you know, or if there are things that I want to improve on, that is the time, that is the opportunity that I get to do all that. But if I am constantly surrounded by distractions, if I'm constantly surrounded by people, I won't really have the mind space mm. or the heart space to really think about all those things. Okay. So right. for you is that, and for our dear listeners, you could be anything else, as long as it's a healthy thing. You don't yeah. reward yourself with a cigarette, you know. I don't think that's a reward <laughs> per se. You reward yourself with something that's good for you, good for your health, good for your mind. Yeah. Um, you know, I rewarded myself recently by buying some books. And for some of you, it might be, it sounds like torture. But, you know, this is leisure reading. This is not like I'm forced to read them. Um, so do whatever that works for you. Okay, guys? 
Yep. So the next one, you know, after you find a reward, a, an incentive, it is important for you to also have some deadlines in place, yep. right? And when you have de- deadlines in place, timelines in place, it gives you a rough idea in terms of how long you need to take or what resources that you need to kind of inject into it to make it work for you to reach your goal. But I think one of the things that I also would like to um, you know, remind you that yes, you know, deadlines are important, but don't let that be something that is cast in stone, right? It is important for you to be able to be um, flexible and adaptive, right? I think you know the pandemic taught us a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us had all you know our timelines, our, our <laughs> you know our goals in place, right? Like you know, end of year we want to be traveling here and there. You know, mid year we do this and that. So when we become so rigid on our timelines and our deadlines. And when things don't go as planned, it makes it really hard for us to adjust, for us to adapt, mm. right? And I feel that especially when it comes to, um, you know, our healing, our emotional and mental healing, it is something that we can't really put a definite time. We can't tell ourselves, you know, by the end of this year, I want to be all good. Mm. I want to be back to normal. I don't want to feel the pain again. And I feel that, you know, putting these deadlines and timelines for ourselves, um, again, is going to cause a whole lot of pressure, right? Because can you imagine nearing the end of the year and you're still not doing okay, mm. but then you tell yourself, I need to be okay. Mm. Whoa. That's that's very stressful. Mm. That's very stressful, mm. right? So... Um, don't let that that focus on the end goal, you know, make you, you know, fill you up with, you know, great disappointment and shame when you don't actually reach it, right? Don't let that end goal make you distracted from your present moments, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel that it is in embracing the present moments in your process, in your journey, that makes the end goal worthwhile. You're able to really appreciate your end goal when you are able to allow yourself to enjoy the process. Mm. Yes. Enjoy it, guys. Um, I guess we, we've covered quite a bit today. Um, I hope you can recap and listen and take down some notes on some of the points and start practicing some things. Don't get too overwhelmed. When life feels like everything's falling apart, just go and go to your safe spot, go to a quiet place to think through everything. Talk to somebody, like what we said, talk to somebody, reach out for help, get social support, anything like that. Mm -hmm. Anything that can help you just get through this dark phase. Everything will get better again, inshallah. You need to continue to have faith Mm -hmm. and most importantly, don't give up. Absolutely. So, in conclusion, you know, when you can view what once was with a perspective shifted by time and distance you can start to see all that was for what it really is rather than you know for what you wish it had been so each review broadens your perspective on your life and you know the cumulative effect of this learned you know beautiful wisdom you know one which only you can truly acquire, right, from your unique set of experiences. Mm. So, you know, in those times when you feel very defeated, remember this, dear one, you know, while you may only be one person in the world, but you may be the world 
to one person. So remember mm. that you matter a whole lot. And yeah. whatever pain, you know, and challenges that you're going through right now, mm. it can be worked through. Mm-hmm. If you give yourself the permission and the opportunity to do so. Yeah, you can do this. Yeah. So thank you so very much, you guys, for listening all the way through. We truly do appreciate, you know, each one of you, you know, coming forth, you know, sharing with us your insights, um, being committed to your self-development journey so if you truly do enjoy this episode feel free to share it with your loved ones as well you know we want to create this beautiful growing community of change makers and it is only possible with the help of you guys spreading the word out and sharing this love so we can't wait for you to listen to the next episode don't forget to give our page our instagram page a follow the good life underscore podcast in the meantime you guys take care be bold be beautiful and stay the amazing you that you are bye